0: As the mysteries of Doran are laid out in front of Castian, new players join the game. Forced out into the tempest of the storm, he's faced with the dark temptation to stray from his new path before he's even begun. Pour the tea for Ista, Cassian, as you prepare to settle in and bunker down against the storm. Ista rearranges some of that hoarded junk that she has in order to make a little extra space for you. Just a little. You can't really quite stretch out and get entirely comfortable.
1: It's been some time since I've made tea, but I'm sure I boiled the water correctly.
0: If you can't boil water... You've got bigger
1: troubles. Uh, Well, it's not exactly my forte as I was raised. I was doing much more exciting things like asteroid mining.
0: And she chuckles a bit while she waits for you to finish preparing the tea. A while later, you're not really sure how long. You figure it's rude to check your chronometer in the middle of one of Ista's long, winding stories about the history of the Berando sages of Doran. But the first gusts of wind from that oncoming storm are audible, whistling across the expanses of Doran. And it is after a particularly harsh gust of wind that Ista stops mid-story. Oh, well, that's a foolish move.
1: And what is that?
0: Oh, nothing. There is just uh, two other people who have decided to brave the storm. Foolish.
1: And what makes you say that?
0: Well... Easter knows things. And
1: where are they going?
0: I don't know that many things. <laughs> I just know that they are approaching from the same direction that you came.
1: And where are they heading?
0: The same direction you were going. West? Yes.
1: Castian stands up immediately, kind of jostling the table and says, Damn it, Easter, it was a pleasure to speak with you and meet you. I think, unfortunately, there's a few more fortune hunters after the ship, and it is my job to get a salvage token on that ship before anyone else.
0: Are the credits you've been promised really worth your life? Well, how bad are the storms here? They are quite dangerous, now that there are no more barren Doe sages to push them back.
1: Easter. You are a Baron Do sage, yes. Oh, no you, were, no. you were, you were, you were, and you understand some of their practices. You know their history. You're gifted. Perhaps you could give me a parting gift. Perhaps you could help me navigate the storm, or at least make it less severe as I get closer to th- the prize. I mean, the vessel.
0: It's not a gift if you ask for it.
1: Then consider it a favor?
0: <laughs> Even if I were in the favor-granting mood... That is not in my capabilities, Castian. I read tea leaves and tell young, silly girls about who their husband might be. I don't perform feats such as that.
1: Then could you at least give me a little bit of a hint of how not to get killed in this? I say as I point towards the wind that is starting to pick up outside.
0: Don't go outside.
1: Fortune favors the bold, unfortunately.
0: And stupid.
1: Well, I have that in spades, too. Easter... I will keep of my promise and not bother you again. I know. Good luck. And be careful.
0: (laughs) I'm not the one going out into a storm.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Ista. And with that, Cassian is throwing his hood over his face, tightening his scarves to make sure the hood doesn't blow off. And then he is heading on out.
0: As you push open the door to Ista's hut... The wind immediately is trying to actually push you back inside. It is already that strong and you are exiting directly into the wind. So it's just, it's extremely difficult for you as you take your first couple of steps outside of Ista's hut. Now, how are you planning on traversing this storm? Are you hopping back in that land speeder?
1: Yes, he's hoping that the speed boost will help him against the wind and not kill him.
0: This is definitely going to be a piloting check. Planetary, since you are on the surface of the planet. And what am I against? So this is going to be hard. Three purple dice. And I need you to add two setback dice for the navigation hazards.
1: And do I have any uh, destiny points?
0: You do have two destiny points currently.
1: I'm going to use one to turn one of my greens into a yellow. And I got one success, one threat.
0: All right. It takes you about a minute to actually get your land speeder to start. There's already been so much dust and dirt kicked up that it's gotten into the engine, so it takes a little extra push to get it going. But you are able to get that speeder bike up and running and off you go, heading directly into this incredibly dangerous storm. It's very violent wind at Isda's hut, but this is also the outer edge of the storm. You see as you're going forward, it looks like you're going into a wall of dirt. A wall of dirt that has lightning crackling in it.
1: Castian furrows his brow, pushes forward on the gas, and speeds up there. Then he just is suddenly enveloped by just dirt and dust and darkness.
0: Castian, as the wind and the dust envelops you and you hear the crackle of lightning, you also hear the rhythmic metallic thump of a pickaxe against rock.
1: And as a lightning bolt flashes uh, in front of Castian, that flash takes the camera back as a much younger Castian stumbles away, holding up his hand towards a beam of light being struck into his face. And he frowns as a, a, a boy who is much younger than Castian. Castian's 11 now, and the boy in front of him is no more than 10. And now they're in a dark cavern, and it's surrounded by... Machinery, steam, the smell of decay and rot and sweat, and just hundreds and hundreds of aliens just walking around, some in shackles, some just carrying pickaxes. And Castian scrowls at the boy and says, cut it out, Tavi. you're going to get us in trouble.
0: Oi, I'm going to do what I want. You,
1: you, you always get to do what you want. And the last time you did that, neither of us got food. So just stop playing with your flashlight like it's a lightsaber and concentrate on that. We have to get this vein opened up enough to fit your fat butt into it.
0: You're the one that's always complaining that you're not getting enough food, why don't you go inside? If you're so skinny, why aren't you the one going in and have to do less work that way?
1: Because I have experience here, and you're the one who is new, so you get to be shoved in the vein. Before you, I was always the one going into the vein, but now me, I'm the foreman of the two of us. I don't think that's how this works. And another clash of lightning occurs, and Castian is back into the present day, the wind still whipping around him, the dust still just blinding. He can't see more than a couple feet in front of him, Angela?
0: Correct. And in fact, I need you to give me another piloting check already. This is still hard, but we're now up to three setback dice.
1: And I'm going to use, again, my other destiny point. One success, five threats.
0: Whoa! You're squinting to see through this vicious storm. And at the very last second, you realize that you're no longer just looking at dirt that's been kicked up. There's actually a wall of rock in front of you, and it's not just in front of you, it is rapidly coming towards you. The winds of this violent storm have picked up some kind of giant rock outcropping and is now flinging it towards you. With your expert piloting, you're able to maneuver yourself to make an agile escape, jumping off of the speeder, but the bike itself is crushed.
1: Castian slams into the ground and rolls before covering his head, pushing himself as deep into the sand as possible as he feels that giant oncropping of rock like roll over him, barely missing, crushing him as well. And then after a second or two, he peeks his head up, looks around and then curses as he looks back and finds that the only thing he finds is like a, a headlight that's remaining. Like there's no bike. That bike's gone.
0: And with it, I'm offering Billy the chance to flip one of these destiny points back in his favor. Did you lose the map that Issa drew you?
1: Yes, I memorized it, I think.
0: I am flipping a destiny point to give you a light point back to hopefully take some of the sting out of losing that vital map.
1: Casting screams into the storm, but of course that is muffled by the wind and the thunder. And then he kind of spins around trying to get his bearings. So Castian right now is going to try to use his memory to see if he can remember the map. He saw it for a little bit and kind of glanced at it when he ran out, so maybe he can remember what was on it.
0: That sounds like a survival skill. This is going to be hard again. Oh, wow.
1: One success, one advantage.
0: Yes, with a success, you do remember the map. And with that advantage, not only do you remember the map with fair clarity, but you are able to gain your bearings and you remember the direction that the wind was blowing when you left and before you had jumped over that oncoming rock. So assuming that the wind hasn't changed direction in the last three seconds, you know your orientation and the direction you need to keep going.
1: Castian is going to reach into his pocket and he's going to rip out a flashlight Cassian's going to activate his flashlight, raise it up, and then you're going to start pushing against the wind, trying to get towards the wreckage.
0: All right, this is, again, an extremely difficult walk, and the only reason you are not taking damage because of this storm is because that rebreather apparatus that you need to wear just to survive in the atmosphere of Doran is providing you with essentially some armor against the storm. You have a feeling that this is going to be a one-time use situation and you're not sure how long it's going to last against the effects of this storm, but for now you're doing okay. However, this is very slow going. And that flashlight that you have, the dust is gumming up the works of it and the light begins to flicker.
1: I'll accept that. Angela just traded me a destiny point back. Uh, for a faulty flashlight. And Castian curses, tries slapping against his thigh, but after a few seconds, it just completely goes out, and then it actually is ripped out of his grip, and it flies off into the nether. Castian lets out a curse before patting himself down, and then suddenly, in this dark cloud of dust and dirt and thunder, an aquamarine blade suddenly appears as Castian has taken out his lightsaber. Psst. And he's moving through this storm, almost as if he's dueling it. His blade out in front of him, his stance wide, his shoulders back.
0: Very nice. Now, I'm going to need one more survival roll from you as you are navigating this storm on foot. You've been walking 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It's difficult to tell how long it's been. you have certainly quite exhausted from fighting against this storm as you walk. So this is going to be a hard roll again with two setback dice.
1: And I think I'm going to use that destiny point that I just earned to turn one of my greens into a yellow. Two failures, two threats, and a triumph.
0: (laughs) All right. There is a deafening crash of thunder the sort of crash that you don't just hear but you feel it in your bones it shakes you to your very core if you didn't have that iron willpower forged from a lifetime of training you would be panicked and this is the sort of storm that makes people think that the world is ending but it still drives you to your knees as the storm is just beating you down and wearing you down down, down, and for a moment, you feel like you're going to give up. But again, that willpower in you isn't going to let you. And you also realize you've been hearing this ringing in your ears, and at first you thought it was that memory that you were having with Talvi, but now you realize at the very last second that it's that force dampening field that Ista had put out, you're beyond it now and it's the force coming back to you, and it's telling you that two people are coming up behind you right now. Roll initiative. Uh,
1: Three successes and one advantage.
0: They rolled five successes, but you were able to roll out of the way so they don't just get a surprise attack on you. With the suddenness of their attack and the storm raging around you, you can't tell much other than there are Two figures who have come apparently out of nowhere to attack you. They have flanked you so there is one on each side of you. And they are both wielding blasters. The first one attacks you with a blaster pistol, doing 6 stun damage. As well as giving you a critical injury, you are off balance and will have a setback die on your next check.
1: And Casting's going to soak uh, 4 of that, so he only took 2.
0: Now you get to act before the second one does.
1: wait, right, Castian is uh, taking the shot into the shoulder and stumbles away, and then he's letting out a growl of anger and, again, thrusting out his lightsaber. Be casting- fe- uh, is going to be using his fearsome quality on the one that just shot him, and then he's going to attack with his lightsaber.
0: So that is a failed fear check with three failures there. Now, with failures, that doesn't mean that they are just immediately going to cut and run. It just means that they are now going to be dealing with some significant setback dice for each action where they choose to continue to engage.
1: Of course. Yes. So I'm also attacking them. So I get, uh, I have, I'm facing multiple opponents, so I get a blue dice. Okay. And I also get a blue dice because I have accurate for my shoto blade. All right. And do they have any uh, defense, any black dice that I need to be using?
0: Yes, one.
1: Four successes, two threats, and a triumph.
0: Very nice.
1: So they're taking 11 points of damage. Great. Uh, I still have my two threats, and I guess a critical roll? Yes. 56.
0: That's an agonizing wound. They're going to have an increased difficulty to any brawn or agility checks until the end of the encounter, which, of course, is all of your combat skills. So your lightsaber just cuts across this attacker's midsection, immediately exposing them to the atmosphere, which is not great for them, as well as just causing an agonizing wound. You know that this sort of attack it leaves lasting damage, especially when done with a lightsaber. But they are not alone. You are attacked by the other person who is standing on the other side of you who is wielding a holdout blaster. But the shot goes wild. Now we're back to our initial attacker who is not looking so great, but is determined to at least go down fighting. First, they are going to use a maneuver to take their blaster off of the stun setting. You weren't very polite to them, so they're not going to show you any mercy now. And while this shot misses you, they do have an advantage on this roll, so you are going to have an additional setback die on your next roll as you are trying to position yourself advantageously while also having to dodge debris from this storm so you're not able to quite keep your feet under you and keep your balance as well as you would like. Are you going to attack the same adversary or do you want to go for the one who is uninjured?
1: Casting's going to attack the other person who is uninjured and instead of slicing into them with his blade, he's actually going to target their blaster. Okay. I hit for two, but I got five advantages, and I believe I can use advantages to sunder something all the way down.
0: Yes, you can.
1: So I think with five advantages, I think that just destroys this blaster.
0: Yes, it does.
1: So Castian just swoops forward and slices against this blaster, cutting it once, twice, three times before finally this person is just holding a handle, and then Castion's going to try to make them afraid of him
0: with Fearsome. Between your fearsome growl and the fact that you just obliterated their blaster, yeah, this attacker takes a couple of steps back. But as the lightning cracks again in the midst of this battle, illuminating the scene for just a moment before sinking you all into what feels like pitch blackness as your eyes have to readjust to the dim light here, they let out a cry of their own and just launch themselves at you, trying to wrestle you to the ground. And they do three successes, just trying to hit you in the face.
1: They're trying to break my rebreather.
0: Yes. Now there are no advantages, so I'm not going to let them actually do damage to it. Instead, you're just taking the strain.
1: I soak all of that, and then it's the person of the blaster.
0: So we established They have dramatically failed their fear check earlier. They've been horrifically wounded by your lightsaber. And yet, and yet, there's some deep reserve within them that they pull out at the last minute and are able to get off a really good shot. With three successes, four threats, and a triumph. So with three successes, you are going to be taking nine damage. And as I said earlier, they took off the stun setting, so this goes straight to wounds.
1: So I soak four of that.
0: And your critical injury is overpowered. You're a little taken by surprise by that attack, so they get a free attack on you. Okay. Using the exact same pool, which only nets one success for them. So that is going to be an additional seven damage. Okay. However, they had a lot of threats between those two rolls, So this took a lot of effort out of this attacker. So much so that you hear them draw a raspy breath through the rebreather, and then fall down, passed out. Now you are just dealing with the attacker who is trying to bash your face in. Of course, they are engaged with you and you have a lightsaber.
1: Castian for a second looks like he's like slicing up at her so she ducks, but that's actually just a ruse. Instead, he's going to try to, with his other hand, uh, clap her on the wrist with the binders that he took from the Bothan.
0: Yeah, rather than making this a traditional attack roll, I want you to roll subterfuge.
1: Do I get to ignore their defense then?
0: Correct. You would not have any setbacks for their defense but your difficulty is going to be two red.
1: Then I'm gonna use a destiny point to make one of my greens into a yellow. Two successes, two threats.
0: Very nice. You feint left, but actually move right in order to get these binders around your attacker's wrists. You absolutely have them secured in the binders. However, they were able to get in one last attack of opportunity. I'm going to give them a free brawl on you as they're kicking at you. And with two advantages but no successes, they are not going to do any real damage to you, but please take two more strain.
1: Castine is going to kick the back of their knees and then, like, force them forward, and then he's pressing the lightsaber blade to their neck before deactivating it and throwing that person in binders onto the ground right next to the person who's unconscious.
0: As the heat of battle has cleared and you have them either completely immobilized in the case of your passed out attacker or just immobilized in binders, you see now that these are not people necessarily. In the strict definition of people as a human being, these are two Twi'leks that have attacked you. And if you would like, you may give me an underworld check. Uh, Difficulty? Average.
1: Just one success.
0: In your time as a bounty hunter, you never actually crossed paths with this pair, but you did hear of them. A pair of Twi'lek twins who had either bought their freedom from slavery or perhaps just murdered anybody that tried to keep them enslaved. No one really knows the truth there. Either way, they know that there is a pair of Twi'lek sisters who operate as extremely vicious bounty hunters. From the rumors that you've heard, they definitely seem like the type who would brave a storm in Doran.
1: Castian's grabbing them both by the boot and looks around, and then he's going to start dragging them as he keeps on moving forward. He's looking for any ditch, any trench, or even just any large rock that actually is still in the ground to kind of get some refuge from the storm in.
0: Sure. This is going to be another survival roll, and I am upgrading one of those to a red difficulty.
1: One success, three threats.
0: Your rebreather is absolutely getting clogged up with all of this dust. You're going to start taking wounds from this storm now. So we're going to have the threats rounding up. So that is going to be two damage. And this is going straight to wounds. Can't soak it. You find a shallow ditch. It's really like just a hole in the ground, sloped sides, just an indent really. If there weren't this massive storm, you would have completely overlooked it. But in a storm like this, any port looks safe.
1: Cassian drags the two sisters there and then he turns around and the one in the binder might be a little freaked out as he starts grabbing the injured one's armor and starts peeling the cloth around the stomach open and she might start kicking assuming the worst in Cassian before he thrust out a finger towards her as if to say one second and then he's pulling out some a uh, back to patch. And he's going to actually try to use medicine to keep this woman from bleeding out from her wound.
0: All right. Give me a medicine roll. We're going to make this. This is an average difficulty. However, I'm going to upgrade it. So one of those purple dice becomes a red because you are operating in you are operating in difficult circumstances. To say the least. To say the least.
1: And I got one success.
0: That's enough to stabilize them.
1: Castian is applying the back to page before kind of pulling out some sort of, it looks like an armor stapler thing. It's for quick field repairs, and he's going to start stapling her armor clothes so she doesn't get anything on the wounds. And then he's going to take the binder, unlock it from the One Sister, and then bind it to this unconscious woman's foot. So it's, it's, they're tangled. And then he leans forward close to the Twi'lek's Leku. The one that's still awake, and in a gruff voice that she can probably barely hear, he says, As one former slave to another, that is your one pass. Follow me again into the storm, and you both don't come out.
0: She growls right back at you, speaking Rylothian, the Twilight language. You may have escaped us, but you will not escape your fate.
1: Castian's going to start patting them down for... is he, He's looking for a salvage token to see if they're here to hunt down a salvage or a bounty.
0: They do not have a salvage token on them.
1: Castian growls back into her ear. Who are you here for?
0: Who do you think?
1: Answer the question now. And then he's pressing the lightsaber hilt to his, her sister's head.
0: Castian Saya, And as the Twi'lek says your name... Not one of your aliases, not playing coy any longer, but says the name Castian Saya. You feel this dark rage bubble up inside of you. As well as, and in contrast, a light, lilting, almost laughing voice. You are on the edge of the galaxy. No one knows you are out here. They have a dangerous line of work and went out in a dangerous storm. Who are you to deny? What do you want to do? If you would like to try to resist, you do not have to. You can just give in and take a boatload of conflict, or you can try to resist and still risk taking conflict if you fail. What am I rolling? This is going to be a discipline check. And it is formidable. That is five purples. And just for fun, I am upgrading one of those to a red.
1: One success and three threats. My three yellows in discipline really helped me out there.
0: That they did. Well, obviously with a success, you have a choice. So with a... Success, obviously you are not compelled to give in to this dark side.
1: Castian's leaning forward and says, This mercy is not weakness, and I am not a good man. I will kill you the next time you find me. But you have a lot more on your plate right now, because I know the one thing you probably care about more than credits. Your sister. And with that, Castian's holds out his blade, like, angles his blade, activates it. And it slices, just, it hits one of the canisters on her sister's rebreather. Just one of them. And says, I don't think she has that much air. You better get her back to your vessel very quickly. And you should hurry. It's a little stormy outside.
0: For that petty move.
1: Not petty. Strategic.
0: I'm going to give you two conflict.
1: And then Castian is taking everything they have on them. Like blasters comms, credits, licenses, anything that he can just throw into his pack, he is taking it all. They are leaving this desert with nothing more than, you know what, not even the ignition rod to their vessel. He's taking it. It's his.
0: All right. You have an ignition rod. You have a couple of credit sticks, value to be determined, as well as a blaster pistol. Does six damage, crits at three.
1: And of that, Castian is standing up and just marching back into the darkness, kind of just vanishing like a phantom to this Twi'lek's eyes.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fandable Solo Shot Star Wars Force and Destiny podcast. You can now find all episodes on the Fandible Solo Shot podcast feed on iTunes and all other podcasting platforms. Please subscribe and leave us a review to help new listeners find us for their Star Wars actual play fix. You can also find us on Twitter at Soloshot Podcast. And if you enjoy the stories we tell here and on the rest of the Fandible Podcast Network, consider donating to our Patreon at patreon.com fandible. Thanks again, and may the Force be with you always.